to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back to another episode. Ooh, it's 11-11 as we're recording. How exciting. I am Alexa, one of your hosts, and with me is Ambrosia, your other co-host with the most, most. What's up, Ambie? Hello. How's everybody doing today? I'm going to ask how everybody's doing. I need a check <laughs> I think everybody. I feel like everybody's doing really well because it's Friday, and I know Woo-hoo! people like Friday. <laughs> Um, and we're doing really well because we are not alone. We have a very special guest with us, Karen Crony. She channels. She's a hair shaman. She specializes in the wounded healer. She's a health coach and an astrologer. Hi, Karen. Welcome to the show. Hi. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Venus Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. It's it's all working. It's all. What'd you say? It's Venus Day, so it's perfect. Yeah, what does that mean exactly? Mm-hmm. It's just day, the, each day of the week has a certain planet that sort of represents its energy. So Venus Day is Friday? Oh. Friday, yeah. Oh, cool. And what is that? What is the energy of Friday? Friday is the energy of, like, if you were going to do your beauty stuff, if you're going to wash your hair. and you I do my beauty that, stuff on Friday. It's natural for us feminines to feel into that. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's, that's awesome! Yeah, I yeah. like that. I like that too because I feel that with Fridays, it's like the day where I would most likely go get my nails done, or yeah, book a hair appointment because it's like the weekend's coming up. I want to like celebrate and relax, and oh, oh that's good. so fun. That's- Come into your beauty. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. so fun to know. Um, well, Karen, we just read off like a slew of things that you specialize in and they all sound fascinating, in particular hair shaman and wounded healer, you know, we, I mean, we want to dive into all of it, but would love for you to give a little bit of your background of how you actually got into all of this. Well, um, it's going to be a, I'm trying to make it as small as I can because it's, I'm 56, so sure. I've been around for a while, I've been on my spiritual journey since... I think I sort of woke up. I've always kind of been on it because I was a born channel by birth. I'd always felt things and went through a lot of experiences when I was younger. Tried to like, you know, not not face it, you know, when I was in my teens and into 18 and 19 because it was so weird to have to feel everything and go through that. And then, um, you know, I, I wound up being also by birth in the cosmetic business. My mother, we, we were in hair shows when we were little. My cousin owns a salon. My sister's a hairdresser. My mother and my aunt were all into, you know, doing the hair shows and stuff. So I was sort of born, you know, and I, I, I ancestral wise is where I get my channeling ability. So it kind of all comes from my family. 
funny enough, because, you know, earlier years, you're like, my family, I want to get away. I want to be different, you know, and then you come back <laughs> from them, you know. Yeah. So um, when I was doing work, I actually started doing makeup and hair for, you know, celebrities in Beverly Hills and on the sets and TV and all that stuff. And um, I had a woman that asked me, she met me and she just felt good energy with me. And she goes, you have to come and work in my salon. And I was like, oh, you know, I was like kind of, because I had been working on the set. So like to go to a, just one salon and not all these different sets. And, but I felt good energy with her. So I went there and I, uh, we were just trying to figure out something to do with me because I really hadn't been to school for hair, even though I studied it with my family my whole life. And I understood it and I was cutting hair at 16. And, um, but, uh, so I got to that salon and I wind up, um, do, I was doing makeup at the time. So we just did makeup jobs. And all of a sudden I just decided I'm going to do brows. I'm gonna, her brows are not perfect. If anybody got any tweezers, I had never done brows before, not even my own. So I started getting into it and I fell into mastering over many years in Beverly Hills in this salon, my own method in the art of brows. Wow. So I got into regrowth and all that. And that only just took me to another journey into naturally to, in the hair and studying hair follicles. And so I went through schooling and studying science, earth science, and the study of follicles and all these things. And I wound up growing my hair to my ankles Wow! wow. as I had four kids. Yeah. And during that time, I noticed like I started getting really health conscious. That's when I started studying. When I got pregnant. That's when I started. I, I read the book Back to Eden and that was, I was always health conscious, but that's, I'm like, I have to be my children's doctor, you mm -hmm. know, for health. So I studied health all through that time as I was studying the follicle. So the follicles. And um, so I wind up growing my hair and I went to get, you know, natural products. And I just, to be honest, like at that time, you know, I couldn't find anything that felt like it was rich enough for me because I had been coming off of all the, you know, Lemire and Chanel and all those products. And I wanted something really rich. So I wound up creating my own formula for myself. And then as I was doing, my brow clients are like, wow, your hair is looking so shiny and beautiful. And so they started wanting what I had. So I naturally just started selling products. And then, you know, I got into doing consults with people and real, and I realized at that point that I was able to really, you know, dive deep into not just the study of the follicle and what can help someone grow their hair and look at their diet and how that all works together, but I could actually channel them. So when I was doing their consults, all of a sudden I would get a hit on something like your sheets, what are you washing with? And, you know, and all of a sudden she changed it to huge like rash on her scalp, but mm. we'd get a hit on it. You know, we were trying to figure it out. I have a scalp treatment. I have my own products, obviously, now on a website called Hair Intelligence. And um, it's done info if anybody wants to look. And um, so she, you know, we, we just, I just went through hundreds and hundreds of consults and, you know, selling my products. And during that time, I started, I started, actually, I didn't start studying astrology. I was always somebody who meditated in the morning. And I always was ha had the ability to feel the collective. So when I was meditating, I would get things that the collective needs, and I would try to put that energy out. And so I always worked collectively, just in my own meditations. And people would always come to me through my whole life asking for advice. It was like a natural 
thing that just was happening. So I decided at some point, I thought, you know, I'm going to start, I'm going to start doing channeling sessions. So I started doing channeling sessions and then I was meditating one morning and I heard, I don't know if you guys have heard of the Leo King. Mm-hmm. He's an astrologer. Really yeah, cool. I've heard of him. Yeah. yeah. So I was, I was listening to this meditation song and then he came on and just what I was meditating on. And I felt he started talking about, and I was like, wait a minute maybe there is something to astrology. So I started studying astrology and over all the years of studying astrology is about six or seven years. I was really defining my own chart and figuring my, myself out and transmuting a lot of stuff. When I got to Chiron, I was like, I was getting these wounds cause I have actually Mercury is right on, um, right on my Chiron right now. So it's kind of interesting. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I went through my life cause I have Chiron on my Venus in the second house of my value. So I went through a lot with that where I was getting my heart broke, not just with men, not as much with men, to be honest, but more like with people that I loved and just getting really sensitive with it. I just, it would always come up for me. It would just never leave. And I finally said, what is going on with this Chiron? And I studied everyone and everywhere to find the solution. And then I, just, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with the solution. The solutions were you have this Chiron and you feel it. You feel your wounds come up. Everybody has it in a certain area and it just never goes away. And you sort of just learn through it. And that's all true. But I, I'm a Capricorn rising. I'm like, I want solutions. Mm. <laughs> like, what is going on? I'm not here to be a victim in my mm. life. I'm not here. I'm a master potential. We all are. We all have the potential to be masters. I'm not here to be wounded and knock down every two weeks or every month, you know? And so I just couldn't find the answer. So I I put everything away. I didn't research anymore. And I just meditated. And at that point, I had no idea what I was doing. I just felt this need to figure it out. And I called out to Chiron. At this point, I didn't know I could speak to the planets. And now I understand that because I've been doing it for a long time and all the planets, whenever I want to do that. So I called out to Chiron and I said, I want to know, what is this? What is this for? Why would I choose this? Mm. I chose before I came, I'm in soul form. If I chose this life, why would I choose to be a victim here? Why would it make me feel so bad? And why is my, that my pain? And what do I do with this? What is this for? I know it's not just to make me feel bad or be a victim my whole life. So over a month, I started getting the answers. Mm couldn't believe it and I mean it was like it wasn't just answers like just open your heart more it was very specific practices and tools and why it's there and where it came from and what it is how to break it down and how to transmute it like specifically and I was like and I remember when I was done I was thinking there must the being must be governed he must govern this area because it was so specific you know, yeah. and she oh, freeze. No. Yeah, freeze time. She's frozen in a very n- nice way, though. Oh no, she's gone. <clears throat> She'll be back. She'll be back. She's back. She's back. Oh, what did I leave off? What's going on here? Um, you were talking about the bean um, governing it. And so you want, uh, you left off there. 
Yeah. So I, I knew when I was done, I was like, okay, as soon as I got done, the very last time of, of channeling it that way, I realized that it was, you know, this must be a being governing. And I found out now that it was, it was the feminine. It was the, the wife of Chiron. Her name is Chericlo. She healed him. So she's the one that gave me those tools. I know that now, but it took me five years to figure it out. So I, I said, okay, I will do exactly what you're telling me, what I've gotten, and I'm going to practice it on me. If I can do it, and if I do it with myself, then I will do clients, and I will serve healing, being a wounded healer, helping others heal their Chiron until it's no longer needed. Mm. And so that's that's my story. And I did transmute it, and I used those tools, and I transmuted the energy, and uh, it stopped showing up in my life anymore, which is unbelievable because it's been as all all of us know wherever we feel our triggers it's with us from the time we were young Mm -hmm. yeah and your triggers are your treasures (laughs) well absolutely absolutely yeah i this is this is great and fascinating because i would say of astrology and of everything involved with astrology chiron is the the one i i know least about it's uh we have what would what were you saying most people that way. Yeah. Like I know we have an astrologer uh, come on here once a month to talk about whatever season it is. And he's always like, you know, talking about where everything is in the chart. And, you know, he's always talking about like mentioning Chiron, but I just, I know it's about the wounded healer, but I just don't know that much about it. So it's really cool that that's, you know, essentially what you specialize in because all of us, I mean, that is, that is a big part of being human, right? Is the wounds. And everyone listening to this podcast, I would say, is a wounded healer. I mean, all mm-hmm. of us, our whole all audience. Chiron somewhere. So some of us have, like, I have it on my heart. So mm-hmm. it's in my heart to do this work, right? Because mm-hmm. that's how I'm going to work on healing mine. But it's also because I got the answer. So, and it was, you know, in my value house, my second house. So it means that, that it was kind of left for, like, for me to give to the world. Because yeah. when I got done, I just went on the computer and I just said, I'm going to see what Wikipedia says. This is kind of true. I was like, I'm going to see what Wikipedia says, whatever. So I, w- I looked Chiron up and next to it, it said pronunciation, K-A-R-E-E-N, my name. Wow. Wow. And Holy cow. I found out that the beings on Chiron are called Chironis. Wow. That is so wild. I realized, so I realized like this was for me to give to the world. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Beautiful. Uh, it's my honor because it's such a thing that stops us, you know, as we're moving forward and we're believing in ourselves. It's not an easy world, you know, we're yeah. forward, we're doing what we can do. And then mm-hmm. we get those triggers and they make us feel way more like it's mo- way deeper for us than is actually even what's going on. Yeah. So what are some yeah. tools that, you know, how, how do you work with people with, with this with their wounds. Well, when I, when I put, when I have their chart, mm-hmm. their chart is always going to, with everything in their chart, it's always going to give you solutions. So there's challenges in the chart and there's solutions. Mm-hmm. So you can find this, the solution for them personally, because everybody's going to be different, how they can work with that. But some of the secrets, you know, that I, that I had gotten that I am, you know, working with, with clients now. And one of the things is to know is that, this past life wound is from another lifetime. Mm. Yeah. It's not current. Mm. Have you ever noticed that when you feel it, it's much deeper than what's current? 
Yeah. That's how you know. Yeah. That's how you know it's not current. Mm. How do you heal that? Well, it's, it's something that, you know, I have to really go into like with like each person has a different thing. It depends on where their wounds are right? about breaking that down and then seeing it for it. So it's like, for me, it's like when I give my solutions, it's as I'm channeling it for a person because mm. like their guides are helping me too. Cause not even my own brain can word this perfectly, but basically to understand that that is there for them to work with. So it's just about transmuting it. Mm. Yeah. I like that. And the acknowledgement, you know, there's, there's a whole practice that I have, so uh, I can break it down, but it'd be a long, a long, we have a lot to discuss. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, can we talk about hair for a second? Because I think it, we're so like interested in hair. I think we lost you. Oh, am I frozen? Um, You're not frozen to me. Hello. Can you hear us, Karen? Alexa, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Maybe there's a lot of energy flowing. Maybe. Isn't it Mercury in retrograde right now? It is. Son of a bitch. Shift happens, you know? Shift happens. (laughs) Oh, that's my favorite thing you've said so far. I think I took that from somewhere. It can't be mine. Hi. I like it. Or I don't think it's mine either because I'm looking at my bars and they're full. We were just saying, isn't it Mercury in retrograde or something? Oh, my gosh. It is absolute. Well, it's, we're in the sh- – yeah, actually today, I think. Well, yeah. there you go. Yay. Welcome <laughs> back, Mercury. I took my Bluetooth in case that was ha- something there. but Okay. Okay. Well, we, we were just – In Pisces, we're just flowing along with the yep. little hiccup. <laughs> Well, we were just talking about, we were just saying, um, would love to like talk about hair with you a little bit because this is, I feel like this is, you know, once we were talking about having you on, I was like, it's so fascinating because first of all, I don't, I know there's lots of hair stylists and, you know, people who work with hair, but I've never, I don't even really know what hair is. Like, you know, I don't even know like how it works or what its purpose is. So would love to like kind of dive into that with you like like what is what is the purpose of hair on our body oh it depends on where it is you know I mean Mm -hmm. eyebrows now are there to sort of event you know that's like old history stuff right so we go into that or I can tell you the real deal you know the energy tell us the real deal yeah tell us the real deal because that's just fun and you know and and you can look in it's oh this is to block you know where it came from in reality, um, hair is, hair is, first of all, it's alive. Mm. You know, most yeah. people think it's dead. Absolutely not alive. Everything's alive, especially your hair. So your hair is connected to your nervous system. So your follicles, mm-hmm. they're connected to your nervous system and your brain. Mm-hmm. So it's energy. Yeah. Right? So you have this follicle. And you have this, it's a cup. This is what it's inside. This is where it is. So the follicle's in here, and it's the energy here. It's alive. So when you feed it properly, this area that it's in, like a soil, like if you're planting a plant, is going to enrich that and make that energy stronger. Mm. So that's how you, you make, basically, it's nourishment for hair growth. But hair is energy. 
And it does, you, when you speak to it, just like any cell in your body, it's going to listen to you. Mm-hmm. And it is also speaking to you. Yeah. Oh, I like that. So for example, if someone, I'll give you an, um, a little understanding of like, cause I'm working with issues all the time with people that are losing their hair and stuff. So yeah. we do everything. So if I'm going to do a consult with somebody, I'm going to do everything with them. I'm going to make sure their diet's proper. I'm going to see what they're doing exactly with their hair, make sure their tools and get the protocol all perfect. <laughs> That's the one thing I do. But I also check in with them energetically to see where they are, because you'll notice when you meet with somebody, they'll go, I know, I just, um, I, you know, and you're like, wait, and and their hair is like thinning right there, Mm. right? Their worries are going into their hair. It's putting strength in there. So, so you'll notice like certain people when they'll like men, if you notice when they're losing their hair, they'll start itching their head. They're sensitive. The people that have high, like Uranus is the ruler of your nervous system. So Uranus rules the hair on the chart. So if someone's got an active Uranus, sometimes it's their nervous system. Mm. It's got to, we got to work on to calm it down, to have more balance because it's overactive. So kind of like that. It's a lie. That is so cool. Yeah. I feel like hair is like the least understood. I don't know. It's just so not understood on that level at all. And, um, what about like gray hair? Can you reverse that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm 56 and I don't color. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Dang, girl. We were both shocked. Yeah. And that's amazing. I was wondering that. My sister are all gray right now. Yeah. And they're two years older. One, My sister's two years older and my, and I eat healthy, but I'm not perfect all the time. Yeah. Right. You know, I eat healthy. I'm a health coach. Yeah. But, you know, once in a while I'll have a treat or whatever. Yeah. So the nutrients, because what happens is hair turns gray because it's lack of mineral. Mm. So if you feed, because your hair gets a nutrition last. Oh. So if you're taking enough minerals, say you're my age and you're taking minerals and you're taking all the proper nutrients, but your, you know, your organs are a little slower as you get older. Mine aren't. They're perfect. But anyway, <laughs> you know, you, as you get older, you know, your, your organs need more help to regenerate. Yeah. So the hair winds up getting the nutrition less. And when you're young, your body's just flowing and all your nutrition's flowing everywhere. But mm. the hair less. But if you don't get enough nutrition, that's why I do my topical products. That's why I do my nourishment for treatment. I have a regrowth treatment that's amazing that truly absorbs and feeds the hair minerals, proteins, and the fats that it needs. Wow. So that's cool. Does, it does need nourishment. There's no, that's like the number, even if we want to go into all the, cause I can read people and hair is alive. Their whole there. I went to the schools and I've done speech, like speaking in the schools about my brow, my brow method and my hair stuff. Yeah. And the director is like, please finish writing your books and getting your stuff out. You've got to help yeah. us hundred years still in the, in the industry, in the schools, what they're being taught from a hundred years ago. Yeah. Wow. Any of this. Yeah. This is something, to be honest, my hair taught me. Mm. Wow. Yeah. When I was growing it, the products I learned as I was testing it on my hair, and then I came up with my formula, but my understanding that my hair was communicating was during that time, because when it was at my ankle length, it was like another being. Mm. Wow. It was really like another being. Does your hair... 
Sorry, I'm asking a ton of questions. Ambie, jump in if you want. But yeah, I have questions. Keep oh, going. Keep going. Okay. Well, my when your hair gets cut, is that like a trauma for it or something? Like, does it like to be cut? Not necessarily, but it does say something to it. Okay. What does it say? It just says something. I don't know. But mm -hmm. here's the here's the kind of examples. So if you decide this is the main common question, you're probably asking it for that reason. Somebody wants to grow their hair. So they go, I'm going to grow my hair. I want it to be really healthy. I want it to be really thick at the bottom. So I'm going to go get it cut because they say it'll grow faster. Not true. If you cut your hair, it will be shorter. Mm. Pretty simple, right? Because you're right. telling the hair you want it to be shorter. Well, you are doing that. Yes. But it's not necessarily that, you know, like, you know how the hairdressers teach you that if you cut your hair, it'll yeah, grow we'll faster. It. Yeah. Right. Right. Not true. Because what you said, Ambrosia, because it literally says, we're not ready to grow. We're ready to get shorter. Mm -hmm. So you're giving it a message. Mm. So you let it grow. Because one or two split ends or three or four is not going to stop your hair from growing. Right. The longer your hair, the more your hair is like, it's stronger. The follicles, the longer your hair is, the stronger the follicle. But then why does it get so like dead and clunky on the end? Like whenever I've grown out my hair super long, it gets really gross. Because of wrong products, because of hard waters, yeah. because of overwashing, because mm -hmm. of any product that you're putting on your hair. Because mm -hmm. my hair doesn't get like that. Mm -hmm. And my client's hair don't get like that now. Mm -hmm. So when you're treating it properly, you're on the proper regimen, that won't happen. Because I've grown many people out that had even thin, fine hair, and they went through a minute, you know, where they wanted to, you know, but they went through it for the first like six months to a year, and now they're like goddess hair. It's unbelievable. I just, I didn't even know for sure that was going to happen. I was like, oh my god, she's going to get the new. I know it's going to be healthy. I know it's going to be strong, but I had no idea it was going to be literal goddess hair from like thin, fine hair. So, like so, the texture so cool. changes. The texture, well, with my treatment, the texture change. With all the way that you're taking care of it, but my treatment happens to feed those follicles, but it also absorbs into the hair and strengthens the core. Because the hair is like, if you think about this piece of hair, it might be small, but under a microscope, there's layers around it, and then the center, there's a core. So if you're hurting your hair or you're, or you're like, you know, putting the straightening irons and all mm -hmm. that, breaking down those layers so the hair is not as strong <clears throat> and those layers can't grow back that's how they started thinking you need cuts wow my that's product will repair it and strengthen what's there as it's growing so you won't feel so you know so bad with that or whatever but that's why i tell people just do my treatments just do it for six months and then decide if you want to get a trim and like my clients have come to me for trims it's like, I call it my like magic, like dusting. It's like a dust, <laughs> dusting, fairy dust. It's what they see on the floor. Cause it's, you know, just about, you know, just dusting it. Just dusting it. I like that. Take month off. If you want to grow and there's all, there's a whole other area here. Like some people decide like, I want to grow my hair. 
But in six months, they see all of the movie stars doing this or this, you know, they look in the magazines and all this is happening and they're like, I'm going to do that. And they do it. And then they realize they're in the growth phase again. And they're like, man, I wanted to burn my hair. Now I've, now the long face is shoot. You know, it's like, don't follow trends. Follow yeah. what you really want. If you want hair to hear, let it be the healthiest hair it can be. If you want to grow your hair, let it grow. Nourish it. Take care of it. Love it. Love it. Take the time when you're touching it to love it and let it grow. Mm. There's a, so people have a psychological thing about it too. Yeah. So I work. Yeah, I have. I was gonna say I have so much trauma from my hair. Yes. So yes. it's really interesting. Like I, I was bullied hard for my hair in school. So wow. for me, there's a lot of like. I hate this. I hate this hair. I don't want it. Oh. I want other hair, you know? Because um, you had poofy hair, right? I have, like, when I was a kid, I had really naturally very thick, frizzy hair. Isn't and that beautiful thick hair and she's getting making fun of. It's like, yeah, yeah. But kids would like pretend that they lost stuff in my hair. They would call me Chewbacca. Like they, hmm. I mean, kids were really mean to me to the point to where I started um, pulling my hair back in ponytails all the time. Hide and it. then, yeah, to hide it. And then someone showed me how to straighten my hair. And so I've been straightening it ever since. Exactly. So, so the idea is, is like when you want to leave your, especially for someone like you, like most people with curly hair, that, that hair is just dry and it's not looking great curly, absolutely they want to straighten their hair. They cannot right. deal with that. But when they start doing my treatments, my my regrowth treatments, it starts to repair it. So then those ringlets start dropping again instead of mm. like, you know, they start to feel, oh, I'm nourished now. I can relax. Mm. I'm getting, my cuticles are getting sealed because hair is like, yeah. it has those cuticles, right? So when the cuticles are out, you all the energy can come in, but also it's susceptible. So when you do anything, whether it's the comb you use or brush you use or and the products the way that I've designed them, they seal those cuticle layers down so it keeps everything strong. So it's going to do its natural flow, which is all of our all of our natural hair is who we are. It is our personality, which is so beautiful. So those traumas, you know, we should do a session, Ambrosia, because we sh we'd probably go into your chart and stuff, because that's that's coming from somewhere else. Yeah, right yeah, away. Definitely. That's came somewhere else, and then it just ended up in the school, and that's where it trauma traumatized. That's where most kids get traumatized. Besides mm. oh. So oh, we should do a we should connect with that. I'd love to see your hair like it's normal. Like <laughs> it's very so different. Nice. It's very different. It's not We always say it's like so. a lion. It looks like a lion in the most beautiful does, way. Yeah. Do you have Leo anywhere? I have Leo rising, yeah. Leo rising. Yeah, okay. So your hair is so important to you. It's emotionally. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I know. Yeah, and I really, I've, um, I really like it now, um, but I have had this intuition that it wants to be curly again it wants to be itself yeah yeah like it's like the straightening is not benefiting it anymore and like even i'm very aware of like the products i'm using yes so yeah. 
It's really yeah. interesting that, that you're here, that this is happening. Yeah. I love it. To treat it, once you let it be normal and you, you start, because my treatment will feed the follicle to build up momentum for growth. Because when you feed that, all of a sudden you get one or two or three, instead of one, you get two and three and four hairs coming out. So it gets thicker, but also, and it, and it healthifies that follicle. So, you know, you're good to go, but it also strengthens and seals and hydrates that hair to where it's the texture just is ma amazing. Mm. The treatment. So you'll get your texture back as yourself too. Oh, I like that. So can, so, so can your hair, okay, like my hair has always been kind of like fine and pretty straight, can get a little wavy, but, but I love my hair like wavy, like, like, like wavy, like, yeah. like real wavy. Yeah. And, and I think whenever I've grown out my hair, I've always had this envision, this idea, I think like you're talking about goddess hair, right? Like, oh, well, if it could just be this wavy texture, I would love that. I would love to let my hair be like natural and long. And, um, yeah. but I think I have this belief that it can't be that way. So that's not, okay. So can you, is it about, is it about tuning into the way that your hair wants to be? Is it about tuning into your desire and then manifesting that through your hair? Like, you get what I'm saying? Both. both. It's both. It's a blend of both because you're not going to have, like, if you have literally, like, my kids are Asian. They got straight hair. Right. They're never going to have curly hair, but there's ways to get it. So, for example, if you start to grow your hair and you start braiding, like, it's wet, you wash mm. it, you braid it, three braids, and you take it out, and you've got this beautiful, long, wavy hair. There's ways to get it without hurting mm -hmm. them. Can you tune into people's hair? Like, could you tune into our hair right now and tell us what it wants to be? Like, is that something that you do with people? Yes, I do do that. Um, let's see if I can do that with all, all of us at once. Cool. Oh, my gosh. This is um, the best day of my life. Well, let me go back to Ambrosia because yeah. that was coming. So can you make her screen big? So I sure. Can yeah, that. I can. Uh, here we go. she there? Yeah. No, can you see it? No, she's still small. Oh, you might have to click on it on your side. Um, if you click on, if you just click on her little, double click on her. There she is. I got it. Yeah. There you go. So, so what I was getting right away with you is that um, your hair, even if you have traumas around your hair, your hair means a lot to your soul. Yeah. Where you as a personality to feel good in this life, your hair has to be saying something. That's like who you are. Like she said, the cat, you need your hair to be a certain way that you're happy with. Mm -hmm. That yeah. goes beyond like channeling the, the follicles or anything. This is like, cause usually wherever Leo is in the chart, that's the soul of the hair. Mm. Right. So it's, it's probably a past life thing. And then it came in here so we can do that in a session. I won't go into that because that I'll go into a whole channeling session. So, um, but I definitely felt in my heart with you when we connected, I felt like, oh, I really want to help her get her hair back because I can feel that part of you. That's not, you want that now. And you're not <laughs> sure you get it because you don't realize that with using the right products, having the right regimen, you can get it. And I'm here to tell you, you can, because I already had a vision of your hair. I've already is had a goddess hair. 
Oh my God. It is so drop down. Like it's, it's natural and it's yeah. weird. And it's you, because if you look at, you know, I studied, I'm a master in the art of faces. So when I study faces, I'm like, I can look at your face and I can actually, some clients come to me and I can see it. I can see mm-hmm. the result. So I saw that right away with you. I was like, oh my God, I knew, you know, I could feel the energy of the hair just wasn't natural. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I felt, but I didn't want to say anything because you might be growing it out. This could be, you know, but I felt that right away. So so for your, everybody has a different reason why they might change their hair and everybody has the right to do it. But with you, I feel like your soul's calling you to be free and yeah. be you. And that is part of that. Your hair is part of that. And it's also about healing the trauma around that as you're doing the right things that makes the hair look good as you're going through it. Mm. I'm really wanting to color my hair pink. What is that about? That's just us trying to reach out and do something different. That's just being an artist. I mean, I okay. when I was young, I colored my hair all the time, and we're all creative people. And it's about your goal. Like we, ha- you haven't even decided how you want to do it yet. Right, so maybe right. you have to go through that phase. I, dying is always going to harm the hair. Always, yeah. yeah, it's a natural dye, and and that's for sure. So you don't want to do that. If you if you got to decide what you want to do, I should say. Are there natural dyes out there? Huh? Are there natural dyes out there? Henna. Yes, henna. Exactly. Okay. Okay. And it's safe. Yeah, I've I've used it like a few times just to make sure, you know, I could say yes to it. And I use it on brows with my brow clients. So, yeah. So I I feel like your hair is, um, it's a bit sad. Yeah, I feel like too. It's a little like going... I want to be me. And it's, it, I felt it in my heart. I felt that it, yeah, just give it love. You're in your process. As long as you're loving it and saying, okay. Like sometimes I've been through things where like I had a flu like a few years ago and I was, I had just washed my hair and I was down. It was like, I didn't have time to braid it. And my hair got really matted because I was down for five days. Like I had this yeah. crazy or something. And so when I was, when I was coming it out, I was having to put my treatment in to just get the knots out because it was, I hadn't, I was, you know, turning side to side and it was just got a mess. And I was telling my hair, I'm so sorry. Like I will, no matter how I'm sick, I'm going to braid you and you know, I'm going to take care of you and I love you and I'm going to be gentle and take my time with you. And you'll be surprised that when you give your hair love and you tell it things like, you know what, we're going to grow out. We're going to let you be free for a while. We're gonna get Karen's product first, so we can feel <laughs> we can feel prepared and soft and fluffy and not like crazy like when we were young. We're gonna yeah. do well, but we're gonna like we're gonna like come back. I'm gonna let you be who you are for a while because that's like you know a child like not letting a child be who they are. Yeah, that is wow. It's not as literal, but it's like you know what I mean. It's still energy. Yeah, it's not love. Yeah. It's not accepting it for what it is. So the hair feels. The hair knows that. So it's trying to cater to you. The hair will try to cater to whatever you want it to be. That's why people, when they run in, not not channeling you here at all, but like when people run into like hair loss and they start to look at it every day, they're acknowledging it and it makes it worse. So I help yeah. people like stay away from that. Just do the right things. So whatever we're thinking, you know, there's a signal being sent to 
the nervous system and the follicles getting that too. It's mm, interesting. Thank Isn't you so much, Karen. You can channel that yourself. I felt you going in right now. So channel that when you're meditating, mm-hmm. tune in your hair. I mean, all anybody who's listening, this is a great practice to just meditate and just, you might want to look at your hair for a little bit and just like with really unconditional eyes even if you just woke up and it's messy or you love your hair, whatever, just be neutral and then meditate, just do a meditation, do some breath work, whatever you need to sort of tune in with yourself and just let that, just feel the hair. You'll feel, you know how when your hair stands up on your arms, if you feel something and you get chills everywhere, Mm -hmm. it's all connected to that nervous system. So we're able to connect to our nervous system and we're in charge of it actually. So you can tune into it. And then you can like take days after that, just ask questions. How, how what, what should we do? Or how, what do you need from me? What do I need to acknowledge? Or any questions that you might come up with as you're meditating. That's a great thing to practice because you'll realize, oh my God, she was for real. Like you really can communicate with your hair and it communicated. Oh, that's so You give your hair lots of love. Like my hair, that's how I, to be honest, I learned that first, my hair communicated with me that that's what that what's that that's how I've learned this. Of course, I went and done studies, you know, on follicles and did all the study. And it was like, okay, you're, it was right, you know. So great to tune in and just just say hello to your hair. It's, it's a lot. The whole thing that's being taught that your hair is dead is so it makes people go, oh, I'll color it. I'll dye it. I'll do whatever to it. Mm-hmm. So make the, the best way to go about changing your hair, if you're ready for that, is to make a decision. Like, what do I want? What do I want for my hair? Tune into it, meditate with it, and then decide what it is. And, and if you really feel that in your heart, stick with it. That's how you grow it. You just braid it. You just take care of it. And you just, like, let it be. Hmm. You don't have to try to be anything. You already are it. You are it. Most people are trying to change their hair so they can turn in what they want. And and if you notice, most women want curly hair if they have straight hair. And most women have straight hair want curly hair. Yeah. So yeah. that's the way it is. But that's not correct. We have to start loving ourselves. And we are doing that spiritually. We're learning to love ourselves unconditionally. The hair is part of that, part of that story, you know? Loving it unconditionally letting it be. Now, when hair is not healthy and hair is not fed, then yes, that's why we reach to something else because it's not looking good. It's starting to look unhappy. That's when you need to give it more love. Yeah. You know? So instead of cutting it or dyeing it or just think, I always tell my clients, like if you're, you become my client, you have availability to me where if you like, I want to cut my hair. I'm just feeling it like emotionally. I just want to cut my hair. And then we talk. I say, why do, why do you want to cut it? And then they go through it with me. You like talk them down from the ledge. Hold on. Long. How about doing a three more treatment, you know, first? And then they're like, I'm so glad you made me wait, you know? So it's just it's just reprogramming us. We all learned the wrong way. So it's not any water. And it's not, it's just, I'm just grateful that I can bring this to, you know, to everyone. Yeah, it's such a it's such a gift. Like I said, it's so un, I think it's so misunderstood. I mean, I I willingly I will admit I don't understand it. Is my hair happy or sad? Because I made a change to it recently. And I she cut a lot off. I, 
can you take i see that the oh yeah you want me to take my the stem i want you to take it down so i can see it can you Hold take the off for a minute yeah oh my god beautiful it's beautiful thanks do you want it longer it's what do you want your hair looks healthy your hair looks good Thanks. I um I recently made it. I used to have it really long and it was like dead all the time. I didn't really know how to take care of it and I never wanted to cut it. And finally I was like, I need, I feel like my hair wants to be something different. I just feel it. Yeah. So I got, I got a cut and this was like, I don't know, four months ago maybe. And, and that's what style was in too. Yeah. Everyone was doing the short bobs. Because I'm, I'm keeping an eye out for my clients. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's been – I've gotten, like, great response. I feel like I've – it suits, like, this new feeling that I have. But I, I am getting married later this year, and I've always envisioned, like, me on my wedding day having, like, longer hair and being able to do, like, a longer style. So I've thought, well, I could do extensions. I could do – you know, just something temporary. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. Let me, let me, let me just t- speak to that, and then if you have any sure. other questions. Number one – we went through a really, really huge transition this last couple of years, mm-hmm. energetically, on the planet. Mm-hmm. We are in a whole new 30-year cycle. So many people felt the need, and I did that myself. I cut off like 15 inches. Wow. When I, Because my children's father and I separated during that. I felt like I needed to release that history. Yeah. So I cut my hair to here. Yeah. And it was ankle length. Yeah. Actually, I cut it once, and then it was like to my mid thigh, like hamstring, and then I cut it again off Mm -hmm. because I needed to like release. So now I'm in the regrowth phase too. Now it's like a little bit past my butt, but so you felt probably felt you needed to release. Yeah, for sure. And and there's history in the hair. The hair holds memory. So that's a big one for you, Ambrosia. I know you caught that. Um, mm-hmm. So, so um, if I was if I was guiding you, and you came to me and you said, "I just want to clear my energy, and I feel like I need to cut," without forgetting of your desire about your wedding and how you saw it, because see, you betrayed that. Hmm. Yeah. Well, but, I wasn't engaged at that point, but betrayed, I should change it. I should change it. You, oh, okay. You didn't, you didn't imagine that one day? I did one day, but I didn't know like how soon necessarily. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. But I shouldn't say betray. I would say like, um, because when we, I always tell people when you're going to go and cut your hair, really think about it. Like you think about your spiritual process, write it down. Why do you want to cut it? I just feel like I need to release. Mm -hmm. What what were your goals? Were you, how do you imagine your hair? I imagine mm-hmm. a long one day when I get married. Just imagine this is correct. Mm-hmm. And then, so then you can go, okay, now the decision is I'm going to cut a little less so I can leave it on the growing stage, but I'm going to release some because I, because I understand that feeling of wanting to release. Yeah. Sometimes we must do that, but you might've decided not to release as much, Right. but your hair looks great. It looks healthy. So oh, if you want to grow it faster, you can just use my product and we can do a session so we can work on making sure you're doing everything right and um, get you on that protocol, get you on the proper nutrition, make it grow faster. I specialize in regrowth. I started growing people's brows as well. That was like yeah. where I started. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a big thing. People have too like people don't have enough brow. Yeah, they they tweeze it, and what happens is the follicle goes into a sleepy state. Mm. Like I had a lot of clients in um, when I was in Beverly Hills. They come to me and they would say. I would love for you to do my brows, but there's nothing to do. I was like, come on, sit over here. Let me just look at you. Mm -hmm. So I would just do a session with them without even taking much hair, but say, show them in the mirror. This is where we want it to grow. We're going to take a little just to hold you over for four weeks. So they would come every four weeks. It would be a process. And then they would, um, you know, they would say, well, hair doesn't come over here. And I would say, well, leave, leave some other hairs there and they'll want company. <laughs> I like that. I just, I didn't yeah. even know at that point. I was just like, the hairs don't want company. Then I did this study and it's like any kind of hair growth is going to promote other follicles. Like join the party, you know, right. Right. Kind of a that, I love I didn't that. True, you know? Yeah. 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 Logically. Yeah. It makes, what about makes sense. eyelashes? Eyelashes. Um, yeah. Well, I have a brow treatment, by the way, to help regrow brows. And you can use it on the tip of your lashes, too. Lashes are the same. They have follicles there, so they need to be nourished. So it's all was, about the follicle. It's all about to get serious with my eyelashes. Yeah, it's all about the follicle. And it's all doing the fake eyelashes. I don't mean to say, like, I think people look beautiful and some people can handle it, but it, it will start to strain that follicle and that follicle yeah. weak and then you lose a hair and you just have less less lashes. Yep. Yeah. 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 Definitely. That's actually why I won't use fake eyelashes because it, it freaks yeah. me out that my eyelashes are going to go away. So Exactly. With that glue and everything. Mm-hmm. So brow, mm-hmm. the lash, I have a brow and lash grow. And what you do is you just put it, you know, on the tips, like, you know, maybe four days a week, you know, just awesome. put it on the tips. You're around your house, just being natural. Just put, don't put it under. It doesn't hurt your eyes. Like if it gets in your eye, it will not hurt your eye. But it might feel uncomfortable. You know what I mean? It won't do anything to it. But just put it on the tips because it'll drain down and eventually absorb down. That's the key to my products. They absorb. Mm. Most most products don't. They just sit on the layer unless they're chemicals. Chemicals go straight on down because they're so strong. Yeah. Don't want to absorb. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. well, Karen, thank you so much. This has been really, really uh, enlightening and really magical. And um, would love for you to share about how people, if they're listening or they're watching and they want to do a session with you or they want to try your products or just, you know, connect with you, how can they find you? Well, they can go, um, they can email me at kpurebeauty247 at gmail.com. I think that's the best way because you contact me and you say, this is what I'm feeling. I saw your thing and I'm really feeling, you know, intuitively that I want to work with my hair and what should I do? So then I'll guide you from there, whether we do, but some people might decide they want to do, you know, a 90 day program with me where they do hair health and the astrology and the healing. So if you want to do a package, a 90 day program, you can contact me and say, I want to work with you on a, on a, 90 day program we do it all so i'm like transformed after or somebody might just say i want to do three sessions with you with chiron so we can go deep so just contact me but i do have sites i have hairintelligence.info hairintelligence.info that is where you can buy the products and you can get sessions from me there i do have a three session package which would be really good for people that just want to taste a little bit of what I have, it's just like a 45 minute to an hour, three sessions where we can go into with, with you and you might want to go further and try that. 
And then my astrology um, is www.beneaththeveilastrology.com. Repeat that one more time. www.what? Beneaththeveilastrology.com. I like that. Yeah, it's beautiful. Came from my grandmother. She was born with a soap veil over her face. Wow. She's wearing- wow. That that is beautiful. I'm on the website now too. I love it. I love uh, the hair intelligence website. You know, it's good to contact me because yeah. you you could you know decide these are the things I want to work on based on what you said, and we can come up with a program that works for you. You know. Yeah, mm. definitely. Definitely. As well, we can take like a fifteen-minute call, and then we'll go from there. We decide together. Yeah, consultation. Um, yeah. So if you are, you know, feeling in alignment with this, I'm sure this is calling to a lot of you because we all are like going through hair yes. journeys. Um, yes. <laughs> definitely reach out to Karen. Uh, email her. We'll put all the show notes. Um, sorry, we'll put all her links and her email address and everything in the show notes, so you guys will have it right there. Um, and reach out to her and mention that you heard her on our podcast. Were you just about to say something? It's Karen Crony on Facebook. If they want to contact me on Facebook, oh, Karen Crony. Yeah. Yeah, and then also um, Hair Intelligence, one word on Instagram. I'm a social media. We will put all of that in there. I'm writing it down right. now. Karen, thank you so much. It's been so great to be with you. And so- uh, yeah. <laughs> Happy Venus Day. And <laughs> I got my mom. Oh, beautiful. Oh, love it. And uh, and I'm sure we'll be talking to you very soon. Absolutely. I'd love that. Take care. Take care. Thank, Thank you, so, you much. so much. Until next time, everyone, keep on blooming. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.